You're listening to episode 14 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. I feel like I always start these things so awkwardly. (laughs) If anyone ever masters a a really solid introduction, definitely let me know. (laughs) So today I want to talk about uh, managing your priorities. And I, I hear people talk about this to me all the time that, you know, they, they're having trouble figuring out what their priorities should be and basically how to make that happen. And one thing that I, I always really want to focus on is more about where you're spending your energy because that's sort of a direct reflection of your priorities. And many of us have a tendency to spend energy on things that we don't necessarily need. So there's different forms of, of energy. There's things like, like time and money and brain power, you know, physical energy, obviously, as well. Emotional energy, all of these different things are forms of energy. And how we're spending those is going to be a reflection of our priorities. So when we're talking about priorities, a lot of different things can come up. And, and depending on the individual, this is going to look a, a little bit different. But Many of the people that that I talk to, and I have experienced this myself as well, I felt this way, is that we'll we'll claim that we have no time to start a business, or we have no time to spend spend time with loved ones, or or no time to cook healthy meals, or anything like that. But how much time did you spend scrolling Instagram? And this is a question that I've had to get really clear on with myself too. If uh, if you go back to episode number ten. I talk about five apps that I really have started to depend on. And one of them is a time tracker. So it it tracks the time that you spend on your phone for you. So you just basically turn the app on and then the app just figures out how much time you're spending on your phone, how many times you're picking it up, where you're spending that time. It's really, really clarifying (laughs) when, when I'll have a day where I get to the end of the day and I think, Oh my God, I had no time for anything. What was I doing? I had such a long to-do list. It seemed so doable, you know, first thing this morning. And then I look at this app and it tells me that I have spent three, three and a half hours on my phone. I'm like, okay, but what did I do with that time? Like it wasn't, yes, I have an online business and, and yes, there are times where I just need to be on the phone, but those three and a half hours, I wasn't on the phone with anybody. And that means that it was just likely scrolling things aimlessly, which is is so easy to do. It's such an easy trap to fall into, but there's, there's other things too. Maybe you're, you know, watching TV or Netflix and, and, uh, Netflix and chill, or I mean, I've even seen people who will drive to the store to pick up a really crappy meal, like in terms of, you know, I'm just going to pick on Big Macs or something like that. And it makes them feel like garbage, but when they would have actually taken the time to whip up a salad or at home with some protein or even just type a salad bar or something like that, it probably would have taken even less time. So we need to get really clear on how we're spending our our energy and what our priorities are. 
And when I ask people what their priorities are, most people start kind of going through their, their mental to-do list, sort of like check, check, check. Like, like these are all of the things that I have floating around my head. Sometimes it'll just be things like, you know, everyday chores or something like that. But what's your bigger picture goal or goals, right? Like we don't usually just have one. What are your bigger picture goals and priorities that you really want to achieve in life? And I'm not talking about, you know, vacuuming your carpet. <laughs> That's important too sometimes, but we, we have to think a bit bigger picture here because that bigger picture is what you're going to have to keep in mind to keep you going. On those days where you feel like you have very little energy and purpose and you just want to, you know, stay in bed under the covers, some days that's okay anyway. And some days that's just a, a form of self-care and that's awesome. <laughs> I had, I had one of those weeks kind of last week and, uh, and I definitely just wanted to stay under the covers and sometimes that's okay. But if it's happening to you every single day, you need to start to make some changes about what it is that you're actually working towards because it's, it's really about getting clear on those things so that you can figure out how to make them happen. So I'm going to go through three things here that I feel often holds us back. Number one is getting stuck, getting stuck in the how and allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed with stress. So we think about these, these big priority goals and, and things that, that we want. And I'm talking big stuff. Like, let's say you have uh, quite a lot of weight to lose. Let's say you have 50, 50 or hundred pounds to lose. That's a lot. And that, that can seem like, how am I ever going to reach that? right? So it can feel incredibly overwhelming when you think about that big end goal. Um, let's say you want to have a million dollars in the bank. If, if you have 10 bucks in your bank account right now, that's going to feel like a lot. <laughs> that's going to feel like how on earth am I ever going to get there? So we get stuck in the, how are we going to make this happen? And we get so stuck that we never move out of it. And we figure, Oh, fuck it. I'll just go scroll on Instagram instead because it seems easier right? Again, I've, I've totally been there. This is, this is so common to get stuck there. So the second one is making excuses. And we're all guilty of this as well. You know, we, we just, like I said before, we think that we're too busy. We tell ourselves that we're too busy. Uh, we don't have enough time. There's too many obstacles standing in my way. What we're doing there is focusing on the problem instead of the solution. And we're looking at all of the, the can'ts or the, the won't work because X, Y, Z, and building all of that up without getting a little bit creative about the solution. And there are, again, there are ways to do this. Sometimes it just takes a little bit more digging to figure out how we're going to get to where we want to go. And number three is lack of enjoyment during the journey or of the journey. Because if we feel miserable all the time and we're having, you know, every single day, we might have our, our big priorities all laid out in our heads. But if, if every single day is one of those stay in bed and hide under the cover days, <laughs> we're not going to get very far. Unfortunately, we're just, we're not going to be able to, to hit those priorities because life is happening to us and we aren't making life happen for us. Does that make sense? So it's sort of like, like starting a super strict diet on Monday. I talked to so many women about this who are, who are dealing with this issue and have dealt with this issue for most of their lives uh, a lot of times. So it's like starting a super strict diet on Monday and then you're, you're giving up every food you've ever enjoyed basically to 
try and stick to it and you're eating I don't know I've heard some weird ass diets that people have told me they've been eating I've heard of of diets where uh somebody told them that they could eat nothing but lamb for literally like months on end um all kinds of weird weird shit is out there and even if you're just, you know, swearing off of all chocolate, all sweets, all all anything at all, or all carbs, whatever, most of the time that's not sustainable. And I'm not going to turn this entire episode into nutrition because I'll, I'll save that for uh, for next time. But that is a really good example that I see of people who are trying to reach a particular goal with their their body or their health or something like that, and they're struggling because they just feel like garbage all the time. There's no enjoyment in that. There's no enjoyment in eating out of a Tupperware every day and having, you know, dry chicken and broccoli. That's not enjoyable. That that doesn't make you look forward to food. And then all you can think about is all the food that you're not supposed to be having, right? So you're going to get tired of that pretty quickly. And then oftentimes this cycle goes that then we will end up overindulging in the foods that we were trying to avoid. And then we're beating ourselves up for not following those priorities that we set for ourselves. And the cycle just goes around and around and around. There's no enjoyment in that process. None. Of course, you don't want to get up and out of bed in the morning. If I knew that I had to eat nothing but chicken and broccoli every day, let me tell you, food is a, food is a big motivator for me over here. <laughs> and if I had to eat nothing but, you know, like cold, sad vegetables and dry meat all the time or something like that, that would not be a good time. I, I would probably, you know, just make those choices then to go get some kind of fast food all the time because it would probably just taste more palatable than that, right? So it's tough. So what do we do instead of this? One thing that that I really want to make clear is that we have to get hyper-focused and clear on the big priorities. So again, we're we're skipping past just our mental to-do list of, you know, chores to get done around the house or laundry that needs to be done or something like that. We need to look at big picture here. So what do you want your life to look like in five years? What do you want your life to look like in 10 years, 20 years? It doesn't mean that whatever, whatever it is that you want down the road is going to be the exact thing that happens. Yes, we may need to rewrite that at some point. Like life is not black and white. There's going to be some shit that happens along the way that we might need to readjust some of those goals. But overall, what are your big priorities? big priorities. I want you to pick three. And you may need to to spend some time on this, like journal about it, meditate, you know, think on it, go for a long walk, talk it over with a friend, whatever you need to do. But get clear on three priorities. And I want you to really paint a picture of what you want your life to look like at that point, whether whether that's about, you know, losing weight or getting a different job or changing careers or even being able to stop stressing over food, hitting heavy weights at the gym that you weren't able to pick up before, you know, making that million dollars or or something like that, whatever that looks like for you, get clear on what that is. And your brain is going to fight you on this a little bit because your brain is going to go, well, you know, but that's impossible. Like if I, if that was possible for me, it would have already happened by now. Or how am I ever going to make that happen? Remember what I said before, don't get stuck in the how. Because sometimes the universe is just going to hand us what we need, but the universe doesn't know what to give us if we aren't clear on what we want for ourselves. Okay, so get really clear on your priorities. So at least three big ones. Don't make, you know, like a list of 20. If you want to do more than three, that's totally fine. Like 
paint, paint a picture of, of exactly what you want your life to look like. What would your ideal day look like? And get really clear on, on what that would be. And then number two is that we want to get clear on why those are the big priorities. This is a huge one that I, I talk to clients about all the time because most people come to me telling me that they want to lose weight. And that's great. And I can, I can certainly appreciate that both from a health standpoint and, you know, just aesthetics and feeling comfortable in your own skin. I get it completely. But just wanting to hit a certain number on the scale is not enough. That's not going to be what gets you through every single day. You know, it, like feeling, it, hopefully you're not feeling deprived or something like that. But unfortunately, so many women end up on super restrictive diets. And then of course they feel deprived, right? You know, just wanting to hit that number on the scale, you're going to have a tough time pushing through that with that being your only reason, your only anchor point. So we need to figure out what the real whys are for those big priorities. We need to dig deeper. Keep asking yourself why. So if you want to lose weight, great. Why? Oh, because I want to, I want to feel better. Okay. Why else do you want to lose weight? I want to fit into, uh, you know, I don't know, X pair of skinny jeans. Perfect. Why else do you want to lose weight? Just continue that process. Keep asking yourself why. Dig deeper on this. And this is, again, where something like journaling or, or meditating on this, something like that, even just, I honestly get some of my best ideas and, and everything else just from going from a, for a long walk. And not necessarily with like podcasts or anything like that playing, um, even though I want you to listen to this podcast wherever you go. <laughs> but just, you know, taking time to just be in nature, to be in your own head, because so often we tend to avoid that these days like the mindless Instagram scroll or something like that. Get clear on why you want those things. So if it's weight around stressing, you know, or stopping stress around food, like I said before, maybe you want to be healthy so that you can live a long, healthy, happy life and to have the energy to dedicate towards your career or to spending time with your kids or even just to feel comfortable in your own skin for the first time in your life. Think about that. I, I'm working with a client right now who's in her 60s and I had a call with her the other day and she, she told me that for the first time in her entire life, she has been able to be comfortable around something like a half pound chocolate bar and she hasn't even really touched it. And the reason why she hasn't touched it in weeks is because she had another, just a, a really small chocolate bar that she's been having just one, one piece of here and there. And she didn't devour it like she normally would. That's a big deal. Like, think about that. To go your entire life, this, this wonderful woman is in her 60s. That's a huge deal. And if we all were able to get our priorities in order like that, and to be able to make those things happen, you can only imagine then what, what other things are ahead for her or what other things would be ahead for you if you can start on this path of making, getting those kinds of wins under your belt. And then you don't need to stress so much about the how because you just take it one step at a time so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. One small step and that will get you incrementally closer to your bigger priority. So that, that, that is priceless. Like you can't even put a price on that. Feeling comfortable in your own skin, feeling comfortable around food, not stressing. Again, this is just one example, but we could make this a business example too. 
you know, feeling confident in your abilities in whatever field that it is uh, that, that you're coaching in or that you're, that you're working towards, something like that. Feeling really confident about that. Making the money that you want to. Obviously, that's not priceless because, I mean, I guess maybe the freedom that it buys is, is obviously priceless, but there is a price tag on that. So <laughs> that one isn't, isn't as good an example just for that particular, uh, that particular one. But really getting clear on why those are the big priorities. If we're going to look at something like a uh, job or career change, maybe you'd be more fulfilled and happier and feel like you have a sense of purpose with your work. That's, that's how I feel that I felt was always missing in my, my full-time job was that I never had a sense of purpose there ever. It, it was a good job. It was, it was perfectly fine. And, and I was, you know, grateful to, to have a decent job, but I never felt fulfilled at the end of the day. Never. That was never anything that I, I could have ever felt at that job. And now I get to work with incredible women who are having these amazing breakthrough results and it brings me so much joy. I can't even describe it. <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. So number three is that I want you to start making the journey fun. So once you've gotten really clear on, on the big priorities, the, the big picture stuff, then you're getting clear on why those are the big priorities. And now we need to start to make the journey to get there fun. And like I was saying before, it's, it's one step at a time. So even if it takes longer to get there, when you are, you know, taking it just one step at a time and having fun along the way and enjoying the process, it'll be worth it because you actually enjoyed the process. That's what this is all about, right? It, you're still, you're living your life and you can set those big priorities all you want. But if you're miserable getting there, you're probably not going to be that happy when you do achieve it. I mean, really, it's, it's not going to, if, if you are so unhappy with your life that all of a sudden you hit, you know, a certain number on the scale or a certain dollar value in your bank account or something like that, are you really going to be happy if you've, if you've reached those by creating a life that you dislike and that you're unhappy in? Of course not. That's not going to feel good. So we have to really still make sure that we're having fun along the way, that we are, we're taking the time to celebrate small wins and, and to enjoy things. I talk about this a lot in the Room to Grow podcast group about celebrating small wins, because I think that it is incredibly important. And even, this sounds crazy, but even celebrating failure. Celebrating failure because failure is where we learn. And failure may either shift you in a different direction on how to reach that big priority. Um, it may shift your priority altogether to something that you realize you actually want more. Failure is how we're going to learn to change our process to get to those things. We, we don't learn without some failing along the way. But sometimes fear can hold us back because we're afraid to fail. But really, failure is worth celebrating because that's how we get to where we want to go. That's how we become the people that we want to be is by failing, right? So I want you to take one big priority and break it down into smaller steps. So I'm going to use the, the weight example again. So let's say losing weight is, is something that you feel is a big priority and that you want to turn into an actual like sustainable lifestyle change. This is the only way I recommend 
making losing weight a, a big priority is, is doing it in a sustainable, healthy way. So maybe you're just going to start with drinking an extra glass of water each day. You're going to keep everything else exactly the same, identical to what you've always done. The only thing you're going to change is drinking an extra glass of water every single day. And you can do that for a couple weeks, see how you feel. You might start to notice that your skin is clearing up a little bit, that you're having fewer cravings. Maybe it's going to improve your digestion. Uh, you're pooping more often. <laughs> All of that is awesome. And then you can be like, wow, like this doesn't feel quite so overwhelming. Maybe I'm going to add an extra portion of veggies each day. Great. Do that for a couple weeks. All of these things are going to add up. Maybe you want to start a new business. And one thing that you can do is something as simple as reach out to a friend who might need your future services and ask them what they need help with. Or maybe you already have a, a business name in mind, let's say. Um, you know, maybe all you need to do is just buy that domain name, or which literally takes two seconds, by the way. Or register your business name, which you can also do online and also takes very little time. So some of these, some of these tasks that we, we build up in our heads as being, oh, like too much work, too much effort, it'll take too long. We're making more of it than we actually need to. And when we actually just do the damn thing, we realize that it doesn't take nearly as much energy as we thought it did. It doesn't take nearly as much brain power as we thought it did. And it might actually only take about five minutes. <laughs> I've done that multiple times where I, I've put something off for months and then all of a sudden I finally do it and realize, wow, that, that literally took under 10 minutes out of my day. How did I not do this three months ago? And it's just been weighing on me this whole time, both like physically on a to-do list and just mentally that I hadn't done it yet. It's so easy to fall into that trap. So we need to make this journey fun and sustainable and focusing on one thing at a time. And the last thing that I really want you to focus on is putting yourself on the hook. So there are various ways to do this. One, one way that you can do this is maybe you, uh, you know, tell a particular, like connect with a friend or reach out to someone that you might've connected with online, maybe to start a conversation, even if it makes you a little bit uncomfortable, or maybe you join a club or try a new activity or, or like a hobby locally, something like that. See if a friend or your partner would like to go for a walk with you every night, maybe, and, and you can make it a regular occurrence to make sure that, that you're moving more often if you're trying to have more movement in your life. But putting yourself on the hook means letting somebody else know what your big priority is. So what is that big priority? And what is one tiny step that you're going to take today to start making that happen? And even just, even just verbalizing it, even just putting that out there, out loud into the universe sends back the signal like, Oh wow. She's, she's really starting to make moves. She, she wants something and, uh, we'll, we'll see what her next move is. But now that I, now that we know that, that she wants this, maybe we'll have to start sending something her way. You'll be shocked at the power of manifestation to some degree. And again, that's another whole episode in and of itself. Um, if you want a little bit more information on that, there is an episode, uh, two episodes actually, but one in particular, I did with Holly Petrus of Brecky Bulls in Maui. It is episode four, I believe. I will reference it in the show notes. It has been one of my most popular episodes yet. And uh, the episode is actually called Manifesting Life in Vibrant Color. And Holly is just 
an incredible human and so amazing. And, and she really feels strongly about manifestation. And she talks a lot about how she has called just absolutely amazing things into her life. So that's a really, really great episode to, uh, to go back and, and check out for more about manifestation. But putting yourself on the hook in general, it's actually sort of a form of productivity. Because rather than just, you know, telling yourself silently like, okay, well, I'm going to have one more glass of water tomorrow. When you're actually putting on the hook like, hey, I want to start making some lifestyle changes. I want to feel comfortable in my own skin. I don't want to stress around food anymore. You know, go through all those reasons. So I'm going to start with an extra glass of water each day. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. And that can make a, such a huge difference. It, I, I continue to do this all the time and, and it's going to be something that I, I think I honestly just do for life. I actually have a, a business mastermind partner that I chat with every single week. We set aside uh, have 30, 30 minutes, like half hour to an hour every single week to talk um, just to go through what some of our, our goals are, how we're working through things, what's next for our business. I have another, like maybe two or three other close girlfriends that I, I regularly talk business with and we kind of keep each other in check on those types of goals. And then sort of on the more personal front, I have a, a, a couple best friends. We talk regularly to sort of see where we're at on that front and how we're, we're moving forward. And you know what? Sometimes, like I said about self-care before, sometimes moving forward might mean simply surviving. There are tough days. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Everyone is going to have tough, shitty days. That's just, that's part of life. <laughs> and that's how we know what an amazing day looks like is because we've all had a shitty day once in a while. So if, you know, your, your big task for the day is maybe just, you know, watching some movies or something like that, that's okay. If that starts happening every single day for long periods of time, then that's more of, of an issue. But some days, you know, especially like a rainy Sunday afternoon or something like that, self-care yourself. Just treat yourself, do whatever you need to do. And yes, that might just feel like you're simply surviving, but it doesn't mean that that's not helping you get towards your bigger priority. Some days you just need a quiet day or some self-care, you know, wh whatever that's going to look like. I'm just using like the movies and stuff as an example, but some days that's exactly what we need. But overall, it, it's, it's about taking small steps forward and that can still go in your favor in that regard. I know I mentioned quitting my corporate job uh, before and, and that was, it was still such a catalyst in terms of, and sort of a full circle moment for me in terms of a big priority that five or six years ago, I had thought was virtually impossible. And to go from a corporate nine to five to working from home online as a coach to help people with their nutrition and, and fitness, that seemed totally out of the realm from where I was standing, completely out of the realm. I can't even tell you how many times I would just burst into tears over it because it seemed so far away. But I, I started one step at a time. So I knew where I wanted to go and I started small with, with one small fitness certification and that kind of snowballed. And then I got another uh, certification as a personal trainer. And then I took a job training a couple hours per week. And then I started going to school part-time for two years uh, to become a holistic nutritionist. And then I opened my business online. All of this happened while I was still working full-time. And it's not quite, I mean, it, it was, there were some, some tough days. I'm not going to, to mince words on that. And, and that was, those are the days that I had to remind myself of my bigger why, of my bigger 
priority, my bigger end game and, and goal that I was working towards. Yes, there are absolutely going to be tough days, but there are ways to do it. And this is where we can't get so stuck in the how that we don't take any action at all. Because some of those big priorities, they're, they're probably going to take some time. If they're big priorities, of course they are. That's just expected. You know, we, we can't make some massive change overnight and, and have a completely different life tomorrow. That's, that's probably not going to happen. And it probably wouldn't be a good thing anyway, because it's unlikely that we would be able to, to sustain that. So those big priorities may take some time. And they're going to require a redirection of energy to make it happen. Now, there's, there's that, that saying about, you know, good things come to those who wait. I'm honestly not a big fan of that saying because it sounds like something will just magically fall into your lap one day. And those priorities that seem unreachable are possible, but they're also not going to just fall into your lap. So it's not going to appear out of thin air. Ultimately, it's up to you to live the life you want. So you still have to take the initiative because no one else is going to do that for you. But you need to figure out how to use your energy wisely to reach those priorities. So I hope that this has helped. Um, I, I, and I hope that you can actually use this to your advantage to remove the overwhelm and stop freaking yourself out because that will waste your energy. That will totally waste your energy. And you need that energy because you have other bigger and better things to put it towards. So I really, really do hope that helps. I've, uh, I've got all of the show notes so that anything that was talked about here today, uh, if you need a, a reminder or anything like that, you can head over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, I would be so incredibly grateful. And even if you uh, take a, I know there's a lot of asks today, but if you take a screenshot and post on social media, I'm at Emily Goff Coach. And uh, just tag me. I would absolutely love to connect with you and to get to see who's listening. It just, uh, it honestly means the world to me. Um, one more thing as well is that if you're unaware, I actually offer a handful each month of free uh, 30 minute calls. So if you are struggling with your nutrition, with your lifestyle, any of those things, you know, habits, things like that, if you're struggling with your priorities and you need some clarity on some of this stuff, book a call. Okay. Book a call with me. I would absolutely love to connect with you. Um, I will put the, the link to my calendar in the show notes. Or again, if you, uh, if you come find me on social media, just DM me and I will send you the link so that we can connect that way. And then we can actually get to talk in real life, have a little, uh, I call them tea days because I don't really drink coffee, but you bring your coffee. I'll bring my tea and we will have a date. <laughs> have a great week guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. Can you do me one favor though? Can you take a screenshot of this and tag me on social media? I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a review on iTunes, that would make a huge difference. It's really important to have those, those reviews so that we can get the word out there about the podcast, get more amazing guests on and get as much information out there as we possibly can together. Looking forward to growing with you.